My brother and Elrod and me have a rare, have a radio station, you see. We try to give people some simplicity to understand their problems endlessly. We try to be solvers of problems uh, and solutions to them. Um, we try to give them hope and encouraging again and again that they will get wisdom and understanding. Yeah. We try to see the sunset at the end of a storm when things are torn. We try to help people find out solutions, not problems all about. We are psychologists. Giving people though the best through their impressions We try to understand the world Just like a guy tries to understand his girl Hey everybody, welcome! Gosh, what an honor to be here at the uh, Washington D.C. Press Corps Correspondents Dinner Man, wow, filling in for Conan O'Brien at the last minute is a lot of pressure Especially since they had to get three people to do it. Yeah, but, and we're all huddled around this microphone. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let me try the mic. Um, Go ahead. Let's just start out with this. Hey, New York Post, you're a bunch of racist pieces of shit. And everything about your fucking shit rag sucks bloody cocks. <laughs> Fuck you guys to death. <laughs> Good one. Uh, here's uh, My one. farts that come out of my butt are better uh-huh. journalists than you real human beings, you giant fuck, you fuckholes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, uh, let's try some something political, maybe a little lighter. Griff, you got anything kind of? Yeah, okay. It's like give uh, one of the politicians, kind of zing them. Yeah, um, just one real quick for the Fox News correspondents. I hope all your kids have diarrhea to death. That's <laughs> oh, just, okay. wow. That's just zing. like where I'm at right now. Do you have one for like any maybe like maybe you want to roast a politician? Is there? Oh sure, something? sure. I've got one for basically every congressman. Okay. Um, all that stuff I said about Fox goes for you too. I, okay. I ran out of stuff because really, once you wish dysentery, once you wish like the, the the tenth plague on a group of people, you can't really get much worse than that. Okay, great. Well, okay, I see we are getting the wrap up sign. Thank you so much. Thanks. Fuck everyone here. Thanks. Thank you. Can I get this to go? No, no. You don't have any boxes or anything. Anderson Cooper, okay. you're okay. Wolf Blitzer, you're on fucking thin ice, dog. You goofed the Boston stuff. That's all. That's you're usually really solid, but you goofed all the Boston stuff. So I'm Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McRoy. Sorry for the. Harsh I had a great words. bit about Senator Lindsey Graham having a woman's first name. <laughs> was that he was the, actually the joke. Was, that was not a bit. Was he the dick pic twit pic guy? He tweeted a dick pic. Who is no, the dick pic guy? Who, he Lindsey Graham is the one who hates all goodness and purity in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably because he got teased a lot for having a girl's name. Uh, I'm talking about Tony Weiner, who recently just got back on Twitter, and his first tweet since getting back on Twitter, his last tweet before this tweet was, looks like I got hacked or something. (laughs) Super didn't get hacked. Um, Unless the hacker had intimate intimate logins. Uh, And his first tweet back was uh, an at mention of his own name. And that was the the entire contents of the Twitter. Good job on Twitter. Doing pretty good on Twitter so far. Tone. Tone. Tone low. This is my brother. My brother made an advice show for the modern era. We had a whole, we were, 
We could have taken questions. Griffin, I don't know why you had to be so It's just everyone fucked up. Everyone fucked right up. Like at the dinner or just like in general? If both like the press and politicians could maybe take the night off from goofily zinging each other and just like maybe do one thing right instead of that. Maybe just do a thing right. Can I be honest with you guys? Hit me. I I realize now, like, I made that joke about, like, could I get this to go? Do they actually eat dinner at the correspondence dinner? I don't know anything about it, but I imagine it's a pretty good spread, right? Uh, They had halibut and filet mignon. Like, at the same time? Yeah, they baked a filet mignon inside of a halibut. And we got people starving on the streets while they eat fish steaks? It's not uh, right. Everything's wrong about it. Good job fucking up, guys. Here's some halibut. This, this isn't how old Benny Franklin would have done it. President Ben Franklin. <laughs> Our greatest president. I feel like we've joked about Ben Franklin being president before. I think we joked it's about Ben Franklin a lot. That's not because we're unoriginal. It's because we're fucking dummies. Because <laughs> we're idiot children. Uh, let's help people. That would be our penance. My fiance and I want to get married. Problem. It's expensive. Not to mention the hassle. Starting to think we should ditch the big ceremony reception ordeal and just elope someplace nice. Is there any way we could get away with that without being disowned? That's from marrying in Maryland. In in this day and age, eloping just means like going to the courthouse, right? Like he's not climbing to your window and you guys right. are like sneaking like, off what, in the night. Right? What Travis and I are doing has become the counterculture. Uh-huh. A courthouse wedding is, I feel like, the norm. I feel like 96% of people do that. And then what yeah, Travis not, not and not exaggeration. I, I think about half the people I, I, I am friends with have been married in, mm-hmm. in, a, it's, that's, in a sort of non-ceremony. That's an anomaly because it's usually closer to 96, like I said. Okay, sure, right. I don't, I don't have all the numbers in front of me. Um, so what Travis and I are doing is, like, adhering to some archaic ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's it's a ritual. It's like a blood ritual. Do you know what I mean? It's practically aboriginal in nature. I, I am very cautious now when we talk about marriage. Because the last time we addressed, like, uh, ceremonies that are perhaps, like, on their way out, um, we talked about the, uh, the preponderance of people who asked, where the man asked the woman's uh, parents for mm-hmm. permit their daughter's hand in marriage, and oh manzies, there are some people who that irritates. Yep. Man alive, that was a boy. Wait, what firestorm? Did, what did people? What were people irritated by? That apparently our our uh, West Virginia values <laughs> are not good up. enough for urban. Hint, hint, wink, wink, America. I think. <laughs> Understand what urban wink wink means. Urban, you know, <laughs> urban, and Keith Urban. Um, because I got did, a lot of emails from Keith Urban. I did that, and Tracky, I got He's not Australian. He is. Wait, is he? he is. Yeah, super good. Easy. Okay. Um, Ugh, I, I did that. I asked Rachel's parents for permission, and I know Travis did something similar. By which I mean he asked Teresa to ask for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that not a good thing to do? I think it is. I think that apparently it really made people mad. I think there's a better way we could have phrased it. I think if you talk to, I think the way we specifically addressed it was asking a dad for his daughter's hand in marriage. I think 
the the preferred sort of approach now is maybe talking to her parents beforehand and letting your intentions be known. I so think here's the, I think the problem. Like catch them by the willy. Before we actually help this person, I think the problem. No, with, this is tied in. I, okay. I think it's all sort of tied together. I think the issue is the image of asking for. Or I, the appearance of it being asking for the daughter. Right. That you know was I mean? not. That was I think not that how is I. What f- seems sexist because you're saying like, "Hey, may I take your property?" Yes, you may. I, I didn't it's more frame of a it like that. There was no exchange of wampum. Like I just <laughs> said, "Hey, this is this is. I'm going to do this thing if that's cool." Is that all right with you? Is that cool mm-hmm. with you? Uh, and they actually, their actual response was, "I didn't think people did this anymore." They were mm-hmm. grateful, but they were. They were startled. Now, please it. take back your crates of beads and blankets. <laughs> right. I, I rode up actually on one of those bicycles where the front wheel is like enormous. It was a, it was a very uh, kishy pre proposal. I think that you've hit the nail on the head, question asker, because I think that at least a lot of people that I talk to that still do the big weddings, especially as it gets close to the crunch time of the actual ceremony, and they're like, oh my God, it would be so much easier if we just went to the courthouse and got it over with, usually it has something to do with, but my family would kill me, you know? And I, Which I find is that never a, a reason aspect. to do anything, but mm-hmm. like it is something, it is a factor that should weigh on your mind. I will say this though, if you don't do the big ceremony reception, which I get and, and I understand that, um, don't ask, f- like don't ask for gifts. Mm-hmm. I think those two are pretty well tied together. Well, I don't know. Unless it's like you frame it like a um, a payoff for making them not have to get on a plane. Like yeah, I, I am making true. you not fly here in in return. How about two blenders? <gasps> what if you only sent out invites and saved the dates to people you knew couldn't make it, and then you didn't have a reception or ceremony and just got the presents? Huh? Huh? Okay. I'm actually and, by which to- I mean it, this is a long con. This is a grift. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> this is a grift with what I would classify as a relatively high possibility of being completely fucked. Yeah, oh, no. it's, it's gonna a- turn into a movie because your great your aunt that lives in Hawaii movie. is gonna show up, and you're gonna have to stage the whole thing last minute. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know. We started out thinking that we were gonna get out of ours on a dime, mm-hmm. and boy, oh, Chef Boyardee, were we wrong about that price tag? Who... I think but that's true, I think, of everyone. Because, I like, Teresa and I thought we were going to reinvent the wedding. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> what I would say... You guys haven't been through this yet. What I would say to this question asker is I understand... I understand the expense is, is, a, is, a, is an issue. I, I do think that there are some clever ways to sort of handle that in a way that really makes sense for you. Like, you can personalize. There are no rules. Just right. Weddings are like the outback. Um, Mm -hmm. What I I would say to you is that that day where we had, like, all of our friends and family in in one room sort of seeing us off, as it were, on this this metaphorical journey that that is marriage, um, I, I, that 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 day means a lot to me like remembering that day and thinking back on it um it makes me feel really entwined with with all the people that were were there um is that i memory? wouldn't trade that day for anything now of course i did minimal planning and didn't pay <laughs> for mine so like a lot of the specialness i it's it, I, maybe it's like christmas you know like christmas is much more magical when you don't have to reduce any of the magic yourself but once um, you get into the like 
price per memory ratio like what is that memory a 15 large memory for you because that's some total recall shit that's some like <laughs> come into the memory sphere this will cost you 20 million credits to remember the time that you fucked a an octopus <laughs> what like a, Ink me. A future, Ink me, you whore. They don't, Ink me. The octopuses don't have whores. It's squids. What? Octopuses don't have ink. Did I say whore? Yep. yep. Octopus <laughs> is a very moral creature. It is. That's why you got to pay 20 million <laughs> space credits mm-hmm. to simulate the... Anyway. You guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, sure. I guess. Um, I, this this Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? We did it! We did it! We Woo! did the setup. We did the call and response. Now the bit can die. Now, now the can, bit is goodbye, dead forever. Goodbye, bit. Have a good run. Uh, this is asked by Yahoo Answers user SP, who asks, How do I find my place in the circle of life? How do I find my place in the, quote, circle of life, like Mufasa told Simba to? I feel like I've forgotten who I am. What does mm. it mean to find your place in the circle of life? And also, what does it mean to know who you are? <laughs> good question. <laughs> Mo! That's step, that's step one. Have you guys heard Travis's one-man Ladysmith Black Mombaza cover band? It's called Ladysmith Black Travis. Keep going. Um, I, f- I like this question so much because he asks how to do these things, and then he follows that up with, by the way, what are these things? I think if your dad didn't hold you up, uh, over a cliff when you were born. Oh my god, that was. I feel like That's, there was 1990. Those are words I know. Go yeah, on. You were doing really good. 94, 95. With a sudden rolling high. Stop, stop. <laughs> Sapphire sky. It was definitely the uh, I'm king of the world of, of, of neonatal dads. Every neonatal doctor in the fucking biz from like 1995 to 1996. Every dad. He would be like, oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, like the movie, like the Lion King film, the motion, the animated motion picture that came out. Even Michael Jackson got in on that trend, and we <laughs> crucified him for it. Well, he yeah. did it wrong. He did it he wrong. Did it You're not wrong, but he, no, he didn't do it wrong. He did it big, just the way MJ did everything. Travis, <laughs> he didn't though, because he fucking covered the bit. Like he didn't like proudly hang him over the edge and like let people take. He just very briefly was like, he did it in the creepiest way possible. He's like, just can't dangle these little baby toes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he did. He's the worst. Except his music was so good. I'm conflicted mm-hmm. now. Uh, weird, like, I think the literal way is you fucking jump into the the zoo pen and get eaten by a lion, and then that lion poops and it grows grass that a buffalo eats. And then you're inside the, the buffalo. I think the good news for this question asker is I doubt very much that, like, on your deathbed, somebody whispers to you, like, by the way, you were supposed to be an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> What a wonderful service that would be. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. Just before you go, before your light flickers and dies, I just want you to know. Let's tear a married Heidi Klum. Let's tear open the envelope. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate to see this. I can Oof. tell you, I can tell you what it doesn't say. It does not say quickie lube attendant. You have done fucked up. 
Now, uh, now, what is the alternative? The alternative is that some people have somehow jumped the track and have gotten your spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, shit, you were supposed to be a quick lieutenant, Mr. President. <laughs> I swear, how'd you jump that? I mean, where, where is your place? In the, like, what? What is it? All right, let's start. What's the circle question of life? my question. I can, circle we, we, of life. Are we talking about food chain? Are we talking about photosynthesis? I think it's the life-death circle, the endless circle that is uh, life and death. Well, now we're talking about, like, so many different things. Are we talking about, you know, reanimation? That's not what it's called. Oh, Jesus. Reincarnation. That <laughs> fucks up the circle of life right good, though, doesn't yeah. it? Are we talking about zombies? I, no, that's the, that's the figure eight of life. Because then it's the Mobius strip of life. Yeah. If you, I mean, we're at the top of the food chain. There's not much... That's, and that's why it's such an insult when one of us gets eaten by an animal. Because mm-hmm. it's like, Ugh, what are you doing? We're better than that, you know? Play your balance part. that out whenever somebody gets mauled by an animal, I eat a lion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to keep it Just all to keep things on the going. Let them know what's up. <laughs> why, why aren't one of the three of us, like, a mad hunter? Why aren't one of the three of us, like, a General Zaroff-esque, like, ivory for days? Why? I, I mean, uh, there's probably a lot of reasons. If you, we get a lot of people asking us, um, you know, will you guys come out and do a live show in our area? And the answer is always no, unless you can arrange some sort of hunt where we get to shoot something beautiful and mm-hmm. perfect and hopefully from the Lion King. Now, I want to be clear here. I love animals. I'm, Me too. I, and and so I don't want any of those PETA guys calling me. I just want to kill one. Mm-hmm. You just want to kill one. Yeah. That's of not, each. There's nothing wrong one with of that. Each. And let me tell you this: you better have some trim on hand because I'm going to be mm. fucking rock ready to go. I want to. I want to like kill something and eat its heart to get its power, right? Mm-hmm. So that I'm really potent. You know what I mean? Sure. Like a Mega Man boss. Yes. <laughs> now I have. Say- now I have legs of an antelope. Sproing. <laughs> Are you saying to me that if you killed an animal from the Lion King, you would become rock hard? One, what you're saying one right bigger now. than me. You remember when GoDaddy killed that elephant, and we were like, <laughs> "Boo, GoDaddy!" And but then at the same time, you think about like that guy has to be stiff till November. <laughs> and and just imagine that. But if it was a person. That's now listen. Nuts. Are we talking hypotheticals or always on Is this it, show? Okay, listen. Let me say first: if you're a police officer, you legally have to stop listening. If now, you're a police officer, you have to tell us. Also, we're going to talk about lost spoilers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so turn so, up unless you want to you know what happened. Watch Lost, or you're a law enforcement officer, <laughs> <laughs> or both. God forbid. Um, I that's. I don't know, Justin, you're getting into uncomfortable territory for me. Hunting people is uncomfortable? I would never hunt. I don't think I can do it. I feel bad no, enough I would never do it. Although I do remember when uh, kids used to get out of school in Huntington because hunting se- the first day of hunting season. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it wasn't called fucking Macromaton, was it? <laughs> it wasn't called Paintington, was it? No. Nope. 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 Sure wasn't called that. It wasn't called Skateboard Town. It was not called Skateboard Town. <laughs> So, I don't know what to tell you. Mathsburg, here where all the kids do math for fun. Yep. I've been dating this wonderful girl for three months now. Things are going great. I'm like half, I'm like a sentence in. I'm bored of this question already. No, it gets good. I hope there's some conflict. <laughs> We're finishing up our first year of school, 
and making plans for when we return in September. We both live in the dorms this year and would like to live off campus in the fall, but the thing is, she's dead set on living in a house together with four of our friends. This seems like a big leap for such a new relationship. I've explained to her, but she insists we will have each have our own space and there'll be four other people living there. If we're not really moving in together, I shouldn't worry about it. Oh. Am I wrong for being hesitant? I don't want to miss out on what could be a fun experience. I just know if we break up, it'll make the next year we're stuck together completely miserable. That's from Cautious in California. In front of you right now. That's me putting my head underneath the pin that you're going to put. I don't care if it stabs through my brain and kills me. You have to not. I'm, no, I'm going to tell you this. Straight up, look at your girlfriend and say, Honey, this is worse than if we were just li- moving in together. It's, it is literally the worst situation that that you could be in. Because here's what you're piling on top, right? So these other people you have to get used to living with, six people in the same house, like, that's Bummerton. I don't know how big this house is, but we've got a huge company house that our actors stay in, and there's six people there, and, like, it just breeds the occasional fight, because you're sharing bathrooms, you're sharing living spaces. Plus, if you and your girlfriend have fights, the rest of the the house has to deal (sighs) with it. And vice versa. Yeah. You're, like, necking on the couch. They're like, oh, God, again. They don't want to, they don't, they're trying to watch Lost, and you're trying to make, you're trying to make fuck juice and they don't want to yeah. see that while they're finding out that the polar bear is escaped from a research facility we yeah. said spoilers we then, did warn you ahead of time to be fair um, I, I, I just think that it, three months is wicked soon to move in with somebody even if your shit is going perfect moving in like especially living, if no. your shit is going perfect now counter argument Teresa and I moved in together after three months you were obviously meant to be, though. Well, that Travis. was the difference, because we literally had the conversation. If we're going to move in together, are we going to get married? Jesus obviously molded both of you from dust to be each other's partners into yeah. infinity. Obviously. Yeah. So I guess if you... But at no point did I ever worry about breaking up with her. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with your relationship, because I think that's perfectly normal to think about when you're a freshman in college and you've only been dating someone for three months and they want to sign a lease. So I'm just saying that it's probably a very smart of you very logical of you to say honey we're only 19 and we've only been dating three months let's just live in the same apartment building if that's the way you want to go with us even that is fucking a tall grass like the weirdest the important thing though is separate leases (laughs) if you move in with somebody after three months of dating i personally think that's a little fast but if you are you fucked up travis like sorry trav that's but if you're dead set on it, but no, I'm what, Travis. It was a risk, and you came out on the winning end. I'm saying that could break bad. Pretty oh easy. God, yes. <laughs> the, what if, if you have are... turned out to be a huge dick, Travis? Like what? I know. I know it because I know. What if she had realized? Right. I know it wasn't going to be Teresa. That that. Oh God, fuck no, that she's deal. An angel. Up. Yeah. But if you like living with other people is not. I. I. I we've talked about this before. I, I feel like ad nauseum, but. Living with other people that you're not dating is like the pits. And you could get to a point where, like, you need out. And you're mm-hmm. that is going to be tough on your relationship if one of you, like, hates the situation and the other one doesn't. That's going to be a lot of strain. I, I feel like the situation is going to put a lot of unnecessary strain on, on, on you guys. Unless. Like, unless. Let me hit you with this. It's a new, it's a new reality show. 
Now I'm thinking about pitching to the Fox Reality Network. Are they still in operation? Mm-hmm. Does not exist. Go on. Not functional. Solitary. Put them out of business. Uh, I just started watching that show again with Rachel. Fuck How it. What is that it show? It's the is that on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Yeah. <gasps> is it? It's get back into finally it. my Hulu yeah. Plus subscriptions page. Doesn't stream to consoles. Uh. Sorry. Um, hit you with this. It's a young couple. Young. They gotta be sexy. I'm just uh-huh. assuming this is. It's Fox. Yeah. Um, and then the four people that they live with for a year. So, like, the budget of this show is going to be astronomical, just in terms of, like, tech. We're going to have a lot of cameras, the editing for a year's worth of footage. Each of the four people try and seduce them away. And if you can make it through that, if you can make it through that year-long gauntlet of strange sex, then you not only win $50,000, which admittedly is not a lot for a year's worth of game show, (laughs) um, you also know that your relationship is legit. Because you fended off the Sex Wolves. That's the name of the show, is Sex Wolves. <laughs> I saw that coming. Channel. Yeah, I did think that seemed to be a pretty good name for it. The Sex Wolves. Let me hit and you. Here, here's the other twist, okay? <laughs> Once a month, actual wolf. Actual into wolf. The house. Released into the house. Um, or they everybody dresses up like, um, like furry wolf humans. Just to add another layer, another... Another layer to this onion of sexuality. It's called the onion of sexuality. <laughs> it's the series. It's the web. The webisode companion just, piece. I, wait, so you're gonna record a year of footage and then put it on a five minute webisode? Well, the companion <laughs> piece. It's gonna be action packed. I'm talking. What I'm talking about is transmedia. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking serial. We're talking action figures. We're <laughs> talking. <laughs> you can have sex wolf serial. Exactly. Um, Start your day in the sex wolf way. Is there any? Is there any? Does that idea got legs at all for a reality show? But also as a practical, like if you're if you guys can make it, it could be like maybe you're ninety percent sure you want to test that other ten percent. Here's how you test that other ten percent. Here's your litmus test. Go fucking live in the worst situation imaginable. And if you can mm-hmm. make it through that, you're aces. Can you guys? Can, is there some way you guys can buy yourself something amazing or like bury some cash somewhere and leave it for yourself as a reward at the end of this? So at least you'll have something to cling to when things get bad. You say, but remember, we put fifty dollars mm-hmm. in that lock in that safety deposit box. We bought we bought a trust fund. They're young, you know what I mean. They're young. They're so sexy. You know what They're I mean? They're very sexy and sexual. They're sexy oh, and yes. sexual. And that's why the wolves, that's another element, because like wolves can smell sexuality, and they will hunt them. I'm sorry, I zoned out for a second. Is this actual wolves? Like, are you letting at least four Once wolves a month. House? Fucking read, <laughs> read the fucking script, Travis. Your elevator pitch has gone off the rails, Griffin. Wait, are you telling me Sex Wolves is scripted? It's been scripted this whole time. I knew it. Oh only my God, for the it's a shame. Only for the wolves. The wolves have speaking lines, and the lines are. What do you, when, what do you got to shoot today, Bill? Uh, uh, I'm doing but, another pouncing scene. So my, uh, they want me to deliver this back to back. Woo! I want to fuck you. And like, how am I? The first one was supposed to be a howl. Like my heart's not even in it. Wolves, wait, wolves can't read. Well, that just is a reflection of our school system. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just send our wolves to school? Listen, what kind no of nation is it? Fuck it, guys, wolves. stop. Wolf school. <laughs> it 
it's a new concept. I'm tired of all these mass mass shootings in our schools. The only way to protect their kids is wolves. Wolf school. 2013, catch it in The soundtrack sounds a lot more like an 80s summer. <laughs> if every child in the American school system had a wolf, so we would look at Game of Thrones. To protect, fine. protect mass shootings, we put in volunt- armed volunteers in our schools, but a lot of those, a startling amount of those, ended up being perverts. How are we going to get those out? Wolf school, fall 2013, catch it on Fox Reality. Oops. The wolves apparently have a taste for kids, too. What are we going to do now? <laughs> Sharks. Flood the school. Flood school. Flood school. Shark school. Sharks and wolves. And Sharks and wolves oh, and kids. Oh, no. The wolves have learned to swim. <laughs> Kid battle. <laughs> battle royale. Battle royale, but with more sharks and wolves. That is going to hurt property values That's, in that area. Yeah. If your kids have to go to wolf shark school, the flood, I don't know, Deborah. I, I like both these houses. At one, the kids are going to have to go to a flooded school full of wolves and sharks. Uh, there's, and so much, there's so much gerrymandering because the wolf school has such a great football program. Ugh. That's the other problem. I hate it. Plus, I mean, the fame. You, you mm. know, that's a lot for a kid to take on. Oh, fame of getting eaten by wolf sharks. Oops, they breeded. Oh, Didn't see that coming. I did though, because yeah, when they're warts, it's all scripted. I have an executive sure. producer credit. So. Let's go to the money zone. Tell you guys about Mark Marin. Everybody, He's a, everybody a knows. podcaster just like us. He's got a new show coming to IFC. It's called Marin. It starts. Um, Friday, May 3rd, 10 p.m. on IFC. It's a uh, fictionalized version of Mark's life. I mean, it would have to be because he he makes a podcast, so they know he's going to – they got to sex it up, I guess, right? Mm. I mean, I wouldn't watch a show about me. Would you guys watch a show about you? Definitely. I mean, I would, but I have a lot of issues. I might if it had Judd Hirsch, Gina Gershon, Aubrey Plaza, and Adam Scott on it, which <gasps> Marin does. And oh, and this week's episode is one of my heroes, Dave Foley, who Griffin and I saw in L.A. once. He gave me a he gave me a curt head nod. Oh yep. really? Yeah, it was big moment for so us. So you guys are like best friends, basically. Okay. Uh, in this week's episode, Mark well not this yeah I guess this week's this is this week isn't it? Um, in this week's episode, Mark and Dave are going to go after an abusive fan on Twitter that has been tormenting Mark. Wow, so this really is like my day to day life actually. <laughs> Uh, only it stars Mark Maron, so it'll uh, be funnier. He's the creator, producer, and uh, again, that's Fridays at 10 p.m. on IFC, so don't miss Marin. Um, is he kind of sounds like, if you didn't know anything about it, Marin does sound like a private eye show, right? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Marin. Sounds like um, Castle. You know what I mean? Castle. Or like. Still Bur- not sure what's going on in that show. Burke's Law. Yeah, he was like a writer, and he was like solving. Like he was a, like is he a writer? Using his writer powers to solve crimes, but now he's like a proper detective except he's really smarmy and he's getting a little chunky (gasps) don't you dare no how dare you there's some chunk there not on mark maron not on mark maron though he's thin and he's got a podcast and he's got a show about it called maron it's fridays on ifc at 10 p.m so tune in to that um while you're watching maron why not go check out the morphe webcomic that's at m-o-r-p-h-e dot the webcomic dot com morphe is how that's pronounced i've recently learned 
in the next set. Oh, our producer just popped his head into the booth. What's that? Hey, what More is that, thing? Antonio? Scarpacci from Wings? <laughs> our producer is Antonio Scarpacci from Wings. Because he's fake. So why the fuck not? It's fun. Uh, it's just called fun, guys. It's just called using your imagination for fun. Morphe is a really, actually, it's 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 cool. It's not like a standard webcomic. It sort of blends. Uh, it's it's coded in Flash, but it's scary, and uh, you you have to to click through it. So um, it's it's it takes advantage of today's technology. You know, so many web comics are you could have read them in an analog uh, mm-hmm. format, and this this takes full advantage of internet. Sometimes I just print out web comics just so I don't have to like think about my life. And sometimes I print out web comics if it's a really good Ziggy. And I just want to keep it on the wall. And when I'm reading E Ziggy, man, that guy and technology do not get along. Morphe is not like Ziggy or like Marmaduke, but you can find it at M O R P H E dot the webcomic dot com. Very cool, very spooky. It's got sounds, I think. I can't print it if it would I'll lose its interactivity. Mm-hmm. You could do like a flip book. Okay. Can I turn my speakers up? Make sure it does have sounds. It does. I think it has sounds. It does. I'm listening. I'm clicking through right now. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Okay, I actually just got scared by the web comment by turning up my speakers too much. So <laughs> I will. I will caution you to that not is, do that. That is podcast history being made. <laughs> podcast <laughs> history. Justin scares himself mid podcast. <laughs> Okay, morefade.thewebcomic.com. Go check it out. It, I, I'm pooked. I'm pooked. <laughs> okay? You pooked me. I'm pooked. You know what? Speaking of, of pooked or spooked or spooked, let's back off our usual XR approach when coming at the extreme restraints. Marketing. Let's, let's rally around our marketing team. Let's let's talk about something that doesn't involve nine foot long sex logs. Uh, okay, here's what we got. You don't know where to start, right? Why not pick up a, a an adult instructional book? Um, don't let the kids find these unless you want like a cool kid who is, understands a woman's body. How old a kid uh, is that appropriate? Starting with the youngest. I, I, I want my two to three to four year old no. to understand a woman's body. I don't okay. think there's anything wrong with that. It's there's science. There's about seven things wrong with that. You could pick up the ultimate guide to Flatio, how to go down on a man, seventeen dollars, no Justin, problem. I think you pronounced that wrong. I think it's Filatio. <laughs> man, when I, I I was at my Filatis class the other day, and my eyes <laughs> are still burning. It invo- it, it's you get on a recumbent bike and you blow a guy. <laughs> Here's a good book. It's called Jay Wiseman Tricks to Please a Woman. Jay has put his name before the title, which seems a little braggy Bold. to me. But you know what? That's confidence in your product Who's, right there. Let me pitch this question to you guys. Whose name would have to appear in that book's title for you guys to bite? Al Franken. Oh. <laughs> you just said the first name that came to your head. Nope. What if it said, like, like a word that was obfuscated somehow, maybe it was fuzzy, and then it said Quaid. And so it's like, you're getting one of the Quaids. You're getting one of the Quaid sex tip books. <laughs> Wait, do you know? You don't know the Quaid, you, that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, you're saying, like, the first name is, like, smudged? The first name has been obscured somehow, but it is definitely a Quaid. There's a, it, you have a, a famous Quaid guarantee, so you're not just getting some ham and egg or Quaid off the street. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, it's a famous quote at least. You're flipping the Dennis. You're flipping the coin. One side is Dennis. One side's Randy. <laughs> I think you would know pretty quickly, even unlabeled. <laughs> Hit her vagina with a sandwich. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Got Randy'd. Uh, there is a book here called um, Masterclass Pregnant Sex. There's a picture of a pregnant woman. She's holding her breasts, oh, and it helpfully has the label "sexually explicit" on it, which mm. is, I think, is is a, a little redundant. But uh, again, you can pick up all this stuff at extremerestraints.com. If you use the coupon code FANNYTIME, you're going to save twenty percent. This, on your order, and it's all shipped discreetly. This is one of the you only know. kinds of information that I would want to get out of a book instead of internet, because if you search internet, like, how do I do good sex to a woman? Or mm-hmm. then, then it's just, you're going to be flooded. If nothing else, do yourself a favor and just go to extremerestraints.com and just kind of browse. Just look around. The nice thing is, unlike other sex stores, there's no creepy person behind the counter judging you. Yeah. Doesn't hurt to look around unless you're in the library. And don't do it. And you can probably, if you look around, you can probably find someone to jerk off to. Oh, yeah. I think. I bet. Yeah. Or lady jerk off to. That's still called <laughs> I that. Think they- no, yeah, I think it's, it's called still- you jilling off at that point. <laughs> can you not? Can <laughs> you not ever? Again, you please, off, sir. Because you can jack you- off and then you jill off. If you would not, I would appreciate Please don't. Like jilling, I would, if you would not, it's not sir. Weird. It's not weird. Why does, why does female pleasure make you sick? It, I, have, I would have no way of knowing. <laughs> you know that feeling you get when you hear a song that you just love? What about a new movie or a new book or a TV show? I'm Jesse Thorne. My show Bullseye points to the good stuff in popular culture, the kind of stuff that will change your life. In-depth interviews with cultural creators, critics' picks for the best new releases, and a weekly recommendation from yours truly. It's Bullseye with me, Jesse Thorne, from MaximumFun.org and PRI. For years, I've been heavily into the video game and nerd culture in general. I have an upright glass case in which I have my pop culture and video game related articles, such as a replica lightsaber and video game figures. I'm trying to meet a woman, and I'm horribly self-conscious about my glass case making me seem like a man-child, which I guess I am since I have this in my house. I'm trying to make change be more appealing to the opposite sex, and I feel like this glass case makes me seem immature. The problem is... My friends have given me many of these things. If I store their gifts away or sell them, I'm afraid they'll be a little hurt by it. How do I avoid hurting my friends' feelings while at the same time trying to present myself as an actual adult to potential romantic interest? That's from Glass Case of Emotion in Cincinnati. This is a damn good question. This is a good can question. I, can I real talk for a minute? Yeah, sure. Because I have like a real serious, non-funny answer. Oh, well, we haven't had any of those so far, so please. Okay, here's my real talk. It has nothing to do with the items in your home. I don't care what it is that you've collected or what it is that you have. It is the person that you are that determines whether you're perceived as that thing or not. I've known lots of people that had toys or sports memorabilia or anything, and that is not who they are. It's just something that they happen to like. I know a guy, one of the coolest guys I've ever known. He's a really successful director around town, has an awesome wife, and he has all these amazing little tin soldiers. And I've never looked at him and gone, oh, he collects toys? Well, that's fine, Travis, but you have to recognize that there's a limit, like in everything else, to this Mm -hmm. question, where if the things that you are collecting is like tentacle porn anime busts, then maybe, yes, 
that's a bad that's a that's going to be a turnoff for 99.9 repeating percent of people in the universe i have to say i'm a big fan i think he's already made the most important stride um and that is to put like you're displaying Mm -hmm. in a in a glass case like that seems to me to be like okay you're not it's not a decorating motif you know which a lot of people go for and if you want to that's fine but to me that this seems like uh, a little more regimented. It's, it seems it's more grown up off. to me. You're saying this is my display. This is this part of my life. Yeah, and it's not your whole that's life. Everything not it's in just... there doesn't belong to this part of my life. Yeah, it's it, it makes it makes it seem like a facet mm-hmm. of your character rather than just my personality is is I identify a, a as remixed. A yeah, exactly right. Now, if you're someone that like when you have someone over the house, the first thing you do is now come look at my case. Like, well, then, yes, come, maybe that's not a good way to go. Yeah, yeah. Try not to talk like comic book nerd from Simpsons. That's yeah. gonna. That's not gonna help. But you if it's any. something where someone's like, "Oh, what's all this?" Be like, "Oh, that's just you know stuff we've collected over the well, years." Well, no, because that there's got to yeah. be a happy meeting because you just sounded <laughs> <No>. fucking ashamed. <laughs> oh, that's my. Sh- oh, that. That's my. Sh- that's my case. That's my shame oh. rectangle. Please don't. <laughs> don't acknowledge it. <laughs> That's why I embarrassed. Don't get box. on my case. Now that's just a little joke I make. Come on over. Hey, seriously. Hey, seriously, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> that's limited edition. I said leave. <laughs> that's my Mad Mardigan Willow special edition figure. It was a chase item. He has you see only one eyebrow. That's worth seventeen dollars. <laughs> um, Are you gonna replace it? I didn't think so. I don't know. This is so alien to me. I'm such a big ass fucking nerd, and I, I don't know. This is something I feel like I struggle with a lot. Maybe less than I did when I was in college. But like, I was. I've always been a big nerd, but I have never been fast to like, to show it, to like, have things displayed in my house that act as insignias for visitors. Like this is this is the kind of shit I'm into. Yeah, it's funny, like, I have stuff, but I've never, like, crossed that line. Like, I have, like, one thing that if you're looking carefully, you'll see my collection of California raisins and Houdini (laughs) action figure and Doctor Who stuff. But, like, no one's going to see it surface level right away. This is, oh, man. See, I don't know. Like, I I feel like if you have things that make you happy, that that is the most important thing. And that's who you are. And, like, I don't think, I think if you're holding on to stuff because your friends gave it to you, that's a bad reason to to hold on to things because I guarantee they don't care. I mean, they really don't. Yeah, I mean, also no, you're... unless you're holding on to it because it means something to you because a friend gave it to you. Well, he used the but word again, store, like... which isn't typically the word you use for sentimental presents. Yeah, sure. I'll... Yeah, fuck it. Put it. Yeah, sure. How long? A month? Yeah, I guess. I I've put away so many. <laughs> I've put away my childish things. Mm-hmm. As I've grown older, and then I bought new things on eBay. I bought Captain Power toys because those are nostalgic for me, and they make me really happy. So, like, I have. So you basically re- you refresh your stock of childish things, like the Bible mm-hmm. tells you. So I got that elite childish stuff that that uh, seem more collectory. They they seem uh, like a cl- more like harder to to come like by. Like Fushigi balls. <laughs> no, those don't count. There is a difference between hiding something because you think the person, uh, somebody's going to think less of you, and hiding it because it's not the image of yourself that you want to put out there. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that those are two different things. I mean, like, I I do think we have a, I, I think we have a problem in a lot of facets of what people would call nerd culture of 
not being able to dis- distinguish between things you like and things that you are. Yeah. Um, you, and, I, and I think that I think it's just I think it's inherently unhealthy to self-identify based on media consumption of any kind. Because like, if you do that with nerd shit and say you're a nerd, you're you're painting yourself into a corner. But like on the flip side, if you just watch independent art house films from the 1930s and say, oh, that's that's the oh, that's me. That's where I'm coming from. Is I'm independent art house movies film movies from the 1930s guy. Like that that guy sucks too. Like that guy's not very great. If that's the only thing that he uses to define the shape of his character. That's what I'm saying. Is I think the problem is is like when you have something any quality like that, it's overwhelming to it. Oh, I me, mean, I'm jazz guy. You know me. Yeah, I'm jazz guy. I, I'm sports guy. Let me tell you all about my sports team because that's all I'm going to talk about for the next two hours because it's literally all I know. Like, nobody likes that person, no matter what it is. Start trying to put things in your house that keep people on their toes. That's what I'm... Have a knife somewhere. Just somewhere. Half a mummy. <laughs> Which have you asked? Player's choice. Player's choice. Didn't Player's matter. Ch- um, you guys want a Yahoo? Please. This Yahoo is sent in by Julie Martin. Thanks, Julie. It's by Yahoo Answers user Leonardo, who asks, How do the birthday spankings? <laughs> How do the birthday spankings? I am Brazilian. I'm 24 years old. I graduated in law in the United States, and I'm doing post-graduation. Also, I have friends and relatives here, like this country. Tomorrow is my birthday, as tradition is the birthday spankings. How this game works is a custom here. I'll have my birthday party tomorrow. Thank you. Oh, how it works is awfully. No, it's it's uh, it's really common um, in here in, in, in our country. I'm so glad you came to us. Uh, Welcome. Basically... Every welcome, welcome. Uh, on your birthday, you should find people. Uh, you don't want them to be too close to you, so someone you're more of an acquaintance with, or or law school most, buddies, maybe most desirably law school buddies. Perhaps professors would be a good fit here. And um, you you go to them and you say hello. It's my twenty fourth birthday, mm-hmm. and I got a uh, a hanker for spankering. And then you turn around and you show them your hindquarters, your t- and you say, "Go to town, James Brown." Now, are we talking just, about bare tushy, or are we talking? Can good you question. Wanna, because you have different levels, you could go pants, underpants, bare tushy, or like three pairs of pants. It's up to you. Do are we talking? Do you want to get like a belt in there? Maybe an extreme restraints pain paddle of some some sort. I think you really need that open hand contact to really get the emotion across. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, same. Just say my tushy's twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. And I need to knock some of those some of those years off. So please mm-hmm. go to go to town on my butt. That's the- and it is. It would be great too if they had like a little water bottle and they could spritz a little moisture on their hand before each one. Yeah, just so you get that really nice wet skin on skin action. Oh God. Um. Mm-hmm. It is also important that they give you quote one to grow on end quote well, or you will die. Yeah, numerically, let's talk about it because we talking one. <laughs> are we talking one per year? Are we talking about like eighteen is an important birthday? Should maybe we double up on on that? If I remember correctly, like when I turned eighteen, Nani doubled up the amount of money she sent me, and I got thirty six dollars. Yes. So I think it works the same way with spankings. So double up on the spankings. Uh, I think it's every prime number. Mm-hmm. You do an extra whatever the last prime number was. You mm-hmm. tack that on to. So, I mean, once you get up into like, you know, like 97 years old. Is that a prime, mm-hmm. is that a prime number? Somebody got No. 37? Yeah, you're 97. Good. 97 is good. Um, <clears throat> you're going to. you're gonna Anything just... ending in seven except for 27. 
Maybe some others. <laughs> um, just don't I, let them I, put their finger in your butt. Oh, God, no. That's so gauche. That's like the French way of doing it. It's, it's like getting a wet willy. It's like, ah, uh, we were doing something else. <laughs> I, I have not thought about birthday spankings in the... Like, if you had asked me about birthday spankings 15 minutes ago, I, I think I would have said I'm not sure if that was ever a thing or not. Like, I'm not sure I would have fully recalled birthday spankings being but then you remember the joy of the game of birthday spanking said this person it's not there's no there are no combatants there aren't rules and goals and points and a win condition (laughs) there's no fail state there's no fail state everybody wins one swat with a hand of paddle for every year of birth not supposed to be too hard hey yahoo answers user david b this guy's from another country. Can you maybe go easy on him? It, like you are fucking, you are, you are putting forward the stereotype. You are making it worse for the rest of us by saying, "Hey, foreigner, you don't understand our traditions." Stupid. I think not supposed to be too hard is don't spank them too hard, Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. Not that it's not supposed to be difficult. Well, then he's fucking goofing him twice because it's supposed to be very, very hard. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's another thing that we should have mentioned. It's oh, it should it should take off a little. Oh my god, time. it should it should hurt. They, they should be physically exhausted. They should feel yeah, by, like a like a rail splitter at the end of his shift. Like you, by the end of it, that is why old people walk so funny. Exactly. Your butt should look like the face of the guy that looked inside the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. It should just be all melty and bones in there. Your butt should be, it should be the fourth type of substance, plasma. It should be it should be mm-hmm. between states. It should be like cold chowder. <laughs> it should be like cold slurry. <laughs> I wish people would stop fracking my butt. <laughs> How about it, Uncle Sam? Do you have the courage to stop big, big coal from fracking my butt? I just, they just keep shooting water and loosening stuff up down there. I don't know how fracking I'm just, works. I'm just getting tired of, of all the butt top removal. Cause it's getting mm-hmm. it's getting hard to prop myself up in a chair. You know, politicians keep claiming that there's clean butt. There's no such thing as clean butt. <laughs> Babies' butts aren't clean. There's like original sin in there. No. <laughs> Though I will say, at extreme restraints, they do have a uh, series of enemas that will guarantee a clean butt. Mm-hmm. One of which you just attach to a shower head. Holy shit! That really? sounds really convenient. Yeah. Can you propel it all the way up your body so it comes out your mouth? I guess it depends on your water pressure, really. I mean, that's yeah. going to be a Oh, no, it, it would, sorry, it would come out of your belly button. It's like one of those safety <laughs> safety drains in a sink. <laughs> I started a new job this week. The office often orders lunch for everyone, paid for by the company. My coworkers eager, eagerly eat the food, and I have been game for the first week. I want to be social and part of the group, but at some point I will want to bring my own healthier lunches. How can I make this change smoothly? With my delivery devouring co-workers, that's from Dining Dilemma in Dallas. You oh, missed wow. it already because you had to say you had a gluten allergy. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> then they, what if they're like really conscientious and then they start ordering things specifically Ugh. to accommodate your, and they're like, it costs a little bit more, but we care about you, Susan, so we want to make sure you don't die. Why don't you just say that you're a fucking 30-year-old adult, I'm assuming you're 30, and that you... Want to fucking eat your own food? 
that you picked out for yourself because that's one of the great privileges that adulthood brings you. You can do whatever you want when you're an adult. You don't have to eat that stuff. Say you're trying to slim down. Who can't appreciate that? Yeah, I think that this is... Okay, on one hand, this is a totally perceived problem because yeah. I doubt very much that any company is going to be like, but I wanted to spend more money on you. Yeah, or that any like, of your coworkers, order me anything. any of your coworkers will be like, oh man, there's more sandwiches for my fat fucking face to eat? Yeah. Ah, nerds. Why isn't she eating the Jimmy John's? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But then on the other hand, well, this just might be me because I am a gluten, the idea of someone saying, hey, I'm going to get you free food, and you'd be like, no, that's mean. Eat it's- that food. You want that food. It's Everybody not free, though, because you helped earn that money. You worked so they could get those profits, and it's going to feed oh, your face. Oh, maybe you could arrange a deal where it's like, hey, instead of getting a sandwich every day, you give me like a $5 a day raise. Just bring your lunch in a paper sack that says Rebecca on it, and then look sheepishly and said, yeah, my, my Nana packs them, so I have, <laughs> I have to eat it. It's just a thing. She passes it for me every day and I love her so much. I'm not gonna have her much longer. So I'm just gonna keep beating my lunches. And for then Nana. when they're like, Oh, is Nanny your grandmother? I'm like, nah, she's my servant. She's my servant. Yeah. That's it. I'm not gonna have her much longer. That's appreciated. She's my giant she's my she's my giant dog, like in Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> you open the bag and there's just a bone in there and it's adorable. Oh, uh, d- dirt again. It's just a bag of glass grass. Clippings. Can you just not bring uh, here's the one thing I would request as somebody who worked in like close quarters for many years can you not bring something that stinks for your lunch that used to fucking kill me when people would bring like this is garlic salad and they would bring it and eat it it's just and a big bowl of cloves of garlic <laughs> and they would heat it up in the microwave and the whole office would smell like a taxi and it made me want to die so please you know don't what bring- i realized what? That it that goes the same way if it smells good too because oh, I mean, yeah. then you're sitting there in the office going, what is it? What? It, oh God! Now I want that. Now that's all. You I need want. to bring food that doesn't smell. You yeah. need to bring a, a a tube of nutrient slop. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, by which I mean gogurt. Do they make healthy gogurt? All yogurt's healthy. It's got protein. I guess that's true. Um, I have a Yahoo answer if you guys will allow it. Yes. This Yahoo was sent in by. Help, please. I didn't. I didn't say I would allow it. Travis, can I have your? I will allow it. Thank you. It's by. It was sent in by Alex. It's so antiquated to ask you, Travis's permission. <laughs> <laughs> it was sent in by Alex Krasminski. Thanks, Alex. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Help, please. Who asks? Where do I put my hands when making out? And I am a girl. Straight up in the air. Just straight up in the air, <laughs> like, like you're being just, mugged. Like you just do not care. I like that. <laughs> or maybe like you're on a roller coaster, because when you're making out with me, you sure as hell are. Ooh, what if you did that thing where you were kind of like rapidly waving them like you were being electrocuted? It's like, whoa. <laughs> That's going to be exhausting. Be exhausting did you feel that? I felt it. Um, and she sounds like she's in the long haul. I feel for her, because like, as a dude, I feel like making out is means to an end to get your hand on those sweater dogs. <laughs> but when you're a girl, it's like you what? don't have any. That's my favorite Cooper Gooding Jr. Hands down. Lots of people like Jared McGuire, but I like sweater dogs. <laughs> Just use your hand to steal his wallet because he's not going to stop you. Yeah. Especially if he's a young boy, but do you, a young man. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, when you're a guy and you're making out, it's like, how are you going to grab those boobs? And as a girl, it's like, 
you don't have a secondary objective. You know what I mean? Go straight for the balls. Uh, yeah, but that's that's jumping six or seven sharks. That's like you are skipping some steps there. You shouldn't be making out on sharks unless you go to shark school. Yeah, then it's somebody Bad. suggested shoulders, thighs, ribs. After a while, on his tap handle, which I guess is his dick. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa on his whoa. what? His his the creepiest word in there? Do you want me to specify the creepiest word? Because it was ribs. <laughs> Shh. Let me just. <laughs> Does play you like a xylophone? Let me just. <laughs> Let me imagine what be inside that cage. What's in there? Is it your heart? You know, I've got one of these ribs. We sync up, Steven. Kiss, Thanks kiss, for kiss. the rib, Shaysu. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Thanks for this. Um, the problem is, is you want to be careful because if you don't sync it up right, you could end up breaking one or both of your arms. I none of these suggestions are good, except for the dick one. I guess is all right, but shoulders, thighs. Let me just let me grab you right there, buddy. Let me get you right there, buddy. A little tickles. Start like giving him a back rub. You know, reach around back. Let me just give you a little Charlie horse. Shoulders. Give seems him like an Indian rub burn while you're doing it. Shoulders seems like you're trying to stop the guy, and you're just very bad at it. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. would be the signal I would get from shoulders. Maybe stick your fingers inside his ears. Maybe stick your finger down his throat. <laughs> hey, Hold baby on. bird, me. Something I like to do. It gets it real wet. Oh God. <laughs> Maybe go for his boobs. But one of the young answer sleepers responded, put her hands in your bonkers. <laughs> Sir, you have, you have none of that. You applicable. Every word in that. Hands. You are batting a thousand for, for wrongness, for mistakenness. <laughs> it's his insinuation that the best thing to do with your hands is to take his hands and put them on your bonkers. <laughs> is that the insinuation? What are bonkers? What aren't bonkers? Um, you know where you can touch a woman that will really drive her crazy, right? Where's that? Her heart. I learned that from milk money. But then she <laughs> I learned to fuck from milk money. <laughs> I feel like even answering these questions is heteronormative of me. I feel like I should. I have to keep qualifying all my pronouns and stuff because I want everybody to feel included. Yeah. What Ooh, did you? Gr- that's what a did good you- point. What if this is a girl making out with a girl? <laughs> Oh, sorry, Justin. Slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it's like, where can't you put your hands? Exactly. There's fun stuff all over. I don't want to be offensive. I'm going to walk a very delicate line here. But there's got to be a moment where both girls go for the boobs at the same time, and then they just kind of get And they play patty cakes accidentally for... (laughs) Oh, were you... uh, Oh, now we're just pushing on each other's hands. Let's stop making out. Let's just play patty cakes. This is way funner. I love This podcast is brought to you by Baptists. Patty cakes. We don't know any better. I think regardless of gender or sexual orientation, go for the ribs. Maybe little little punches. <laughs> little. Do those punches like uh, she doesn't kill Bill, where you put like your hand flat, and then when you, she's trying to break out of the coffin. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna feel. I'm trying to break into your heart coffin. That's really gonna accentuate some stuff, but all the wrong stuff. Just don't make out. God. Who makes out anymore? Just fuck or, nope. or eat some food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's got the time? Who's got the time? Uh, this has been My Brother, My Brother Meets. Uh, it's a show that we do every week. We sure hope you had a good time listening uh, this week. Thank you to those tweeting about the show and sharing the love. Uh, we got Dave Test, uh, SW Records, DJ 
Lockheed, Tristan the Marine. More on him later. Nicole Introvert, Jan Villarosa, Bob Ball, H. Ram. Oh, my God. This is 150. Oh, Jesus. We've done oh, it. Jesus. Thank you for our um, amazing theme song. Our amazingly fantastic theme song for Mr. David Liebhart. Do we want to put that at the beginning or the end? Uh, I feel like at the beginning would be a more special way of of beginning the show. Okay. okay. Um, so thank you to him for, for that. It, it means a lot. I think he's really actually captured the spirit of the show better than anybody else could have. It's a collaboration. It's been long in the works. It's mutual. Mutual. Also, just a reminder, make sure to check out uh, Marin on IFC at 10 p.m. Uh, it's this week with Dave Foley. Make sure you don't miss it. He's one of my comedy heroes. Thank you very much. That's uh, 10 p.m. Friday, May 3rd, IFC. Tune in to see the uh, Marin show, which is not the name. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, Into Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters. Still waiting on that new album. I know it's. I know it gets that a lot, probably, but the people just want to dance. Oh, and our favorite Marine, Tristan, is uh, shipping out to Afghanistan soon. So uh, a couple of uh, M- Bambinos are throwing him a kind of going away MBMBAM meetup in uh, Washington D.C. So if you're interested, it's going to be May 25th. Um, at 1.30, and uh, right now it's being planned at the Capital City Brewery in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, if you want more details, they posted something on the forums, uh, maximumfund.org forward slash forums, or you can just email them um, at packyourbagsdc at gmail.com, and they'll give you all the details. Um, this final Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. No, we already did it. Thank you, IRA. We're not do it again. Uh, it's right. It's dead. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user JJ, who asks, "How do you say beanbag chairs in French?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my been my bib, my brother, my brother, and me. Bim. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Not my bibby. Kiss your dad square on the lips. One fifty. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.